Radio 77 WABC. Boy, you're my best friend. Boy. This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. For my friends. 77 WABC. I'm always amazed that, you know, Andrew Cuomo comes on, and this is not a personal attack on him. Well, who do you think is responsible for the disorder in the city? Disorder is a contagion. And these protesters, these anti-Semites, they know nothing's going to happen to them. They can spit on anybody they want. What's going to happen to you? Nothing. You punch somebody in the mouth, nothing will happen to you. Well, who is the architect of that? I, I believe it was Governor Andrew Cuomo, right? Did he not sign the no bail thing? Protesters know nothing's going to happen to them. And then he's on going, oh, we can't let people shut down Grand Central. Say, what do you mean we? It's you and Hunkel. That's who's allowing it. And the DAs. Not the cops. You don't need the National Guard here. That's insane. Prosecute people who assault other people. Slap a federal hate charge on them if you can prove it's anti-Semitic. That's what you do. This whole city was ruined. Ruined. Quality of life. In the last 10 years under these Democrats. Ruined. With a capital R. And now it's we can't let them? How insulting. That's the epic man right there. Curtis Saliwa said to me last night, Sid, did you hear this? This is the best 10-minute radio rant ever. Curtis Saliwa, been in New York radio for 40 years. Quote, best 10-minute radio rant ever. Hard to argue. You heard it right there. I'm not going to lie. I got aroused when Bill O'Reilly said the Democrats ruined the city. He said the Democrats, not progressives, the Democrats and he's right. Every time Andrew Cuomo was on, I don't listen. I'm sorry. I love John, and I want everybody at this station to do well. But he's such a scumbag, and his brother is no different. I know O'Reilly does a very good TV spot with Chris Weekly, but they're both no good. They're both no good. But Andrew, really no good. So congratulations to the man, the greatest in the history of cable TV. And one of the reasons why I'm so successful is he's on this show as often as he is. My dear friend, Bill O'Reilly. Bill, congratulations. Uh, you said everything last night that needed to be said. Thank you. Well, look, um, I'm a born and raised New Yorker, and I'm a linear thinker, a clear-eyed guy, and uh, we have to stop this propaganda. And one of the things I said that's very important is this is not personal. I'm not going after uh, Andrew Cuomo or any other politician to hurt them. Okay, that's not my goal here. My goal is to improve the city of New York. But when you get people, and it's not just Cuomo, running around now in the face of the horror that we're seeing, the out-of-control street crime, quality of life, uh, just disintegrating before everybody's eyes, and then they say, well, we have to do something about it. I mean, every New Yorker should just be absolutely disgusted. So if you just go back and analyze, what happened was the city elected a mayor, de Blasio, who actively imposed
oppose this progressive philosophy where criminals are not punished. Albany, in concert with de Blasio, said, yeah, you're right. We're going to pass a law that if you spit in a cop's face, we will not only not hold you for more than booking, but you will not be prosecuted. We'll drop the charges. Well, what do you think is going to happen if a police officer in New York City can get spat upon, cursed out, right to his or her face, and nothing happens? What do you think these protesters are going to do? They're going to amp it up, which is what we're seeing. Now, Andrew Cuomo is smart enough to understand that, but he uses this, oh, well, now I'm outraged. Well, it's your fault. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It reminds me of the mayor. The mayor yells and screams about the migrant, the illegal crisis. Well, guess what? Not that long ago, you welcomed them in with open arms. We had American homeless people and American veterans sleeping on the benches in Central Park while you put the migrants in five-star hotels. So all these Democrats, whether it's Eric, who I like, Andrew, who you may like, I don't know, they come to the realization when it's too late. And I have to tell you, Bill. I bring Eric on. He's a Democrat. I bring Jamie Williams on. She's a Democrat because I do think at times people want to hear, quote, unquote, both sides. I don't think that's the case anymore. The Republicans and the Democrats are so diametrically opposed in just about every major issue that I'm telling you, I don't believe people want to hear both sides of the issue. They want to hear their side. The other side is evil. That's what I believe. I think that's true, but that's not good. If there is another side, I want to hear it. But in this case, Andrew Cuomo could have vetoed the no-bail law. Hochul, the same thing, because there was a revision. They could have vetoed it. These people did not do that. So they're responsible. It's like Biden with the border. It's not Congress's fault, you nitwit, and I'm sorry to be disrespectful. Tomorrow he can sign an executive order that says the United States is not going to process any more asylum claims for a year. Because we have so much chaos, we have to sort that out. But he doesn't do it, so don't tell me it's Congress's fault. You know, there are lies and then there are super lies. 
And I think that what my job is yesterday on Cats and today on uh, your show is to make it so vivid, so clear, there's no more two sides wiggle room. And in this case, there isn't. You want to legalize pot? Now you have children walking to school that have to breathe pot smoke everywhere in the city. Is that a good thing? No, it's called You legalized it. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Yeah, no, it's close. And in fact, there's there's not one or two stores on blocks. Some stores in New York City have three or four smoke shops on the same block, Bill O'Reilly. It's grotesque. It's disgusting. And a lot of them are illegal, and nothing happens to them. They get a ticket, and then they bank their 15, 20 grand a week. So there comes a point, and I've always said this, where people get the government they deserve. But we as communicators, Rosenberg and O'Reilly, we have to call it out. And then if the people say, no, we want social disorder, we want our police officers to be spit in the face, we want anti-Semitic demonstrators to threaten Jews, well, that's what you're going to get. But that's what we keep getting, Bill. I mean, I'm as angry because, as you are. We, I mean, because yeah. the city of New York has a very tight organization of Democrat progressives that get people to vote who know nothing and don't care to know anything. And they overwhelm the good people in the city. So now the good people in the city are moving out of the city. And Cuomo last night goes, oh, look, all these people are moving out, and we can't have this because this is the tax base. Well, look, everybody knows that, Governor, but they started moving out under your administration because you taxed the people up to their eyebrows. And now he's lamenting it, but he doesn't say, you know, I made a mistake. Oh, he'll never do that, whether it's 18,000 dead for his nursing home policies. That's kind of a big deal. I don't know, Bill. If he would do that, I would say, okay. Me too. Hey, listen. Now we start again. Listen, I've got to tell you uh, uh, something on the air, which I, I think I've shared once, but it's a very honest conversation I'm about to have. So going back about a year ago, it came to my attention that Andrew Cuomo wanted to come on this show. Well, who doesn't? Number one in New York, this is the place to go. You want to make a political comeback, you come here. And I'm not going to lie to you. As much as I badmouthed the Cuomos, I was going to do it. I was going to do it. But I was told by the middle person that Cuomo refuses to discuss the two major issues, bail reform and the nursing home deaths. And I said, well, then he's not coming on. I'm not interested in now what you're talking about. All of a sudden, he's got all the answers. He's got to address at least one, not two. I said, I'll tell you what, set up a, a phone call between me and the governor, and we'll talk it out. So you know what happened? Ten minutes later, Andrew Cuomo called me on my cell phone. I had to exit the New York Sports Club on Park Avenue. 
And we had about a 15-minute conversation where he said to me, finally, okay, Sid, here's the thing. I'm not going to touch the nursing home deaths, but I'll get into bail reform. I'll get into bail reform. I don't want to crush Kathy Hochul, but I'll get into bail reform. I'll just come at it from a different angle. I said, you do what you got to do. Just at least let us touch it. Do you know, Bill O'Reilly, that 15 minutes after that, he called back and said, you know what? Maybe it's not such a good idea. He wimped out because he knew, he knew he would have to address one of the major issues, and he's got no answers because if he does answer, he has to lie. There is no other way, Bill O'Reilly. Well, look, I've been doing this now, this uh, news analysis thing on a national level and for local at WABC. I've been doing this now for almost 30 years. And I can get count on one hand the politicians who have hurt this country saying they are sorry, I made a mistake, I'm taking a reverse course action now. They don't do it because they're in it for themselves, not for the folks. And when you see it, you know, you say Adams. All Adams has to do is go out and say, I was wrong. Sanctuary cities don't work. We can't have anarchy in our immigration law. And now we're paying a horrendous price. If I had to do it all over again, I would not do it that way. Why can't Eric Adams do that? Why? Is that hard to do? But he doesn't want to swallow it. And this is what I'm talking about here. When you see that in a politician, like, how on earth... Can you vote for Joe Biden again? How? After all he's done to harm this country, directly harm it, you know, he could stop the disorder tomorrow along with the border. He could say to New York City, if you don't prosecute crimes, all the federal block grant money going into your justice system stops. These people have a massive amount of power. They misuse the power, and then after that, they lie to the voters. And it's my job to call it out. Homo, I think, is considering running again. I mean, yeah, that he is... run again because he could beat uh, Hochul. He could beat her in the primary. You think he'll run for governor? Yeah, I... I I mean, it's possible he might run against what's-her-name for the Senate, who's uh, very, very weak. Oh, uh, what's her name? Up in Troy, uh, right, uh, yeah, right. I can't stand her. What is her name again? Uh, not Gyllenhaal, but uh, Kristen Gillenbrand. Uh, so yeah. you, but he's got a set of balls. Would it shock you if he ran for president? No, he's not going to do that. He's not going to do that? No. Okay. Um, it's, it's a New York situation. Um, he's got campaign money left over. Uh, he's book got money. loyal staff. <laughs> he's got book money left over. He, he can, he can, he can do it. But if he doesn't apologize and acknowledge, then again, you, you're saying to people, uh, "Why? How can you possibly cast a ballot? What's the matter with you?" You know, throughout history, there have been countries that have dissolved, and we know who they are because the electorate simply voted against their own interests, and that's mm. what we have in New York City. 
I got to tell you, my people are largely to blame. And I mean this sincerely. I'm not kidding around. And here I am every day pro-Israel and uh, backing up the Jews. I'm willing to fight in the streets for my Jewish people. But my people are largely to blame. You look at the Upper West Side, even parts of the Upper East Side. They're all Jews. And they vote for people like Alvin Bragg, who's the worst, the worst DA in the history of this city. They vote for people like Andrew Cuomo, my own brother-in-law and sister, Last, about two weeks ago, having dinner with my other brother-in-law, said, what's so bad about Biden? What's so bad about him? Two Jeez. weeks ago. Two weeks ago, Bill. I, 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 nobody would dare do that to me, so I, I haven't had your experience. <laughs> what I would have done in the restaurant is I would have stood up and said, hey, everybody listen to this. <laughs> and then I would have just de- disassembled Biden. Oh, I I mean, my fervent wish is that I could interview Joe Biden. Oh, my. I'd love to see that. I would love president up to him. Okay, he would never. And he told me to my face. He goes, I'll never come on the factor. Um, He knows what would happen. And it wouldn't be rude. Again, this is not personal. I'm not trying to hurt these people. I'm trying to help the citizens who are getting hurt by them. I got one more for you, and uh, we'll wrap this up. I'm so happy you came on. Uh, now it'll be twice this week, and that's uh, selfishly, that's great for me. Um, I joined uh, Colonel Jack Jacobson on Veterans Day last Friday, and he served in Vietnam. He's a wonderful guy, you know, decorated the whole thing. And um, I said to him, I said, you know, a couple of years ago when Trump was president and we had a lot of issues in this country, People were very quick to tell me, as bad as it is now, 68 was worse. Nixon, Vietnam War, 68 was worse. I said, Jack, you were a part of that. You served in that war. He said he was even even in the field in Vietnam. He was aware of what was going on back here in the United States. I said, do you think now that 68 was worse? And he said no. What do you think? It's a different dynamic. So in the Vietnam era it was a one-off the war was bad and it was and i was not a protester or a demonstrator i was actually studying in london at the height of the demonstrations in my school marist college was not a crazy place it is now but it wasn't then so it was a one-off that uh this war is not benefiting the American people, which turned out to be true. Now it's a movement to overthrow traditional America. It's a much larger problem that we are seeing. Don't enforce the law. Take people's money from them through taxation as much as you can. Disrespect quality of life. Don't have any limitations on what people can do in public. You want to put a needle in your neck in front of a 10-year-old, you go right ahead and do it. Maybe I've seen that in Chelsea, right outside right, of school. Right. Yeah. So it, the problem that we're confronting now in 2023 is much broader than it was in 1968-69. You just explained it perfectly, and I thank you for that. Another great appearance. Again, thank you for speaking on behalf of all of us on Katsimatidis last night, and thank you for the brilliant work you do with me twice a week now, and, of course, your own show, 9 o'clock, own show 9 o'clock every week. Now, Bill O'Reilly, you're the best. I love you. Thank you. 
All right, Shane, we'll talk again Thursday. Looking forward to it already. There he is, the great Bill O'Reilly. Nobody does it better, man. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done.